Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Richard, good to have you with us. What do you make of the uh, of the Djokovic situation? Is this something he brought on himself by being less than fully truthful with the Australian government? It's political dynamite there. Uh, yes, uh, it is. His personal decisions that have brought him to his uh, situation. Uh, big picture, real simple, uh, not vaccinated. He could make all this go away. If he if he if he has good political advice with an on camera vaccination, uh, as he's chosen as is his right not to be vaccinated, uh, the issue then becomes what of Australian immigration law. He's got serious hurdles. First, uh, there was a problem in the paperwork. He alleges that he didn't know what was on his application when his agent sent it in. In Canada, that story goes nowhere. You're caught by the acts of your agent. Then he dodged and said, well, wait a minute, I uh, have tested positive for COVID, so I don't need the vaccine. And uh, yes, I may have miscommunicated during my immigration interview with the Australian officers. I didn't understand what they were asking. Well, there's another common plum that we see in Canada all the time. That won't go far either. But his biggest hurdle is the ocean of discretion provided to the Australian immigration minister to at will uh, declare a foreign national, even world-class tennis champions, uh, to leave, to cancel the visa, because it's simply not in the national interest. So I think he's hooped. Uh, he becomes a, an international political icon of the unvaccinated. The Australian PM's got to be looking at the May election in his country with an extremely high disapproval rate among Australian voters for having that uh, uh, tennis player in, in their midst. So yeah. I don't know so, how it's going to work out, but we'll know in the next few hours. Yeah, we have once the state government in Australia okaying Djokovic playing, and then the federal government, the national government got involved, and now it is what it is. But there's a sense, and, and I think if you talk to 10 people on the street, 10 out of 10 will tell you, well, there's a rule for the superstars, yeah. and there's a rule for the rest of us. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised that Australia would in fact move to deport Djokovic, before he even plays one match to defend his Australian Open uh, championship. So let's take that and add to it the potential that he wants to come to Canada in 2022 and play in this country. Lots of money at stake in tournaments. What would happen if he's not vaccinated based on what's gone on in Australia in the last few weeks? It's even worse than that. I, I think he, he still will be examined uh, under Canadian uh, rules whether or not he can enter, uh, if, he, if he complies with our COVID guidelines, sure, that's not going to be the issue. But his serious issue in law is that if the Australian 
minister basically says he lied and misrepresented. Uh, that may uh, deem him inadmissible to Canada. It's not the vaccine issue. It's his immigration issue. Okay, so let me just bring us all into the tent here. What are the rules right now, today, as far as entering Canada is concerned from another country, whether you're Canadian or not Canadian, un-Canadian? Maybe that's a a whole other story. That's a a whole other story. (laughs) Well, you know, this is the crux. Un-Canadian values. And I remember uh, Justice Minister Kotler, among other Justice Ministers, Attorneys General in Canada, uh, were forced to deal with un-Canadian values of people seeking to say bad things on Canadian soil. Hate speech. And this falls into that same toy box, unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. And even though you may be compliant with our COVID rules, if you are an international political icon that, as the Australian press is saying today, is going to stimulate protest is going to stimulate group activity where COVID is going to be transmitted. Uh, We have to prevent that. Australia has to prevent that. So I I have some pity for our next immigration minister in Canada who's going to have to deal with the entry of this individual uh, in in every respect, vaccinated, unvaccinated, uh, deemed inadmissible due to a misrepresentation in Australia, uh, because there's a, a way to overcome that. It's going to be a political hot potato for Canada, that's sure. So final question, a few, I think it was about a month and a half ago, we were talking about the seven African countries where people had been barred from entering Canada because of Omicron's uh, surge there. What's happened as far as that's concerned, and what, what's the rule, what's the, what's the immigration rule for entering Canada from another country if you have your papers in order, you have a visa, you have everything in place, but now all of a sudden there's an, an upswing or an uptick of Omicron. Does, does the immigration picture change? It's the same uh, unknown unknowns, so to speak. Uh, you will not know where you stand until you actually arrive in Canada, so you can take oh, off uh, for, in a plane to come here. And the rules change fast and furious. What is unusual is, uh, I was dealing with people from Namibia, part of that group of uh, countries that uh, had an issue coming here. At the time, it was an absence of empirical data to justify <laughs> those those. Uh, those uh, bans, so to speak. Yeah. And they still haven't released the data because I'm not sure if banning airplane rides uh, really helps. Uh, so it's going to be the same issues for the same politicians who likely will take the same course of action. No statements, no uniform and consistent rules, change the goalposts almost daily, as we've seen now with our truckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and just exactly. take the political heat. We'll talk about that more. Sometimes you look in people's eyes and you're convinced, Richard, that nobody's driving. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, a, it's that new driverless <laughs> vehicle in Ottawa. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.